Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched 2018, Week 46, Part 2, and I'm talking about NXT War Games 2. Um, oh, this show is fantastic. Uh, it was a, kind of a long day getting out here to Los Angeles. I'm recording this the next morning. Um, uh, Survivor Series is tonight. If you want to hear my predictions for Survivor Series, go listen to Part 1 of this week. Uh, I just went through all of the matches and my thoughts on all of those. So, um, anyway, TakeOver, War Games, awesome. So, it was, like I said, it was a long day getting here. Um, I, oh, oh I, I do need to talk about this as well. I saw Jerry Seinfeld in Denver on Friday night, the night before. Um, so, I got home at like 10 o'clock or something, and then I had to leave for the airport at 4 a.m., um, which left about, I think I got about three hours of sleep there. But uh, Jerry was really funny. Um, uh, lots of, uh, like, updates of his um, old, some of his classic bits, like going out, getting back, all that kind of thing. Um, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was pretty good. Um, but I do, I do prefer smaller venues for comedy. Like, see, I saw it at the Belco Theater, and um, I mean, it's still fun, but it's not the same. There's not the same kind of, like, interaction with them. They, uh, as a performer, I, I feel like you have to kind of plow through it a lot more. They have to, like, tune out everybody else, everybody, or, like, kind of smooth out your reaction to the to their their reactions if you react at all where's this light how does that light help anything that it's like a eh. Eh. wait was what was the opposite side do right. i'm still figuring out the lighting oh it's the same lights um <laughs> just figuring out the lighting situation here in the hotel um so yeah, my flight was at 6 a.m., which meant I had to wake up at, like, 3 to get ready um, to get there in time and everything. But uh, I was worried. Um, at first, I was worried because of all the, the fires that are happening. Um, and then Southwest said, oh, you can change your flights without uh, paying more because of all the stuff that's going on. It's like, oh, should I change my flight then? I did change my flight, but it was to earlier in the morning, because um, originally I think I flight was like eleven or something like that, and um, I'm I'm glad that I did because uh, it wasn't the fires that ended up being a thing, it was the I mean they are still a thing, but uh, not being a thing affecting the flights. Uh, instead, it was the snow that was coming into Denver. And uh, initially, when I looked at the forecast the day before, it was going to start two hours before my flight takes off. I'm like, oh no, that's no good. But luckily, the it uh, didn't follow that prediction, and it actually started snowing like kind of right as we were taking off. So it hadn't really stuck or anything yet. And apparently, later in the day, um, <laughs> a, a, a plane landing at dia slid off of the runway like, oh my god uh, nobody was hurt or anything but oh that's <laughs> i can't even imagine being on there and how freaked out 
That would be like it. It freaks me out. Like sliding in a car, sliding in a, a, a an airplane that's not meant to maneuver on its wheels very well at all. Oh, like you can't correct for that very much, can you? <laughs> you can try to take off again real quick. But um, oh, it's it's good that nobody was hurt. Um, as far as I'm aware, maybe some people got some bruises. But uh, yeah, dodge dodged a bullet on that one. I haven't looked at the forecast. Hopefully, there's not um, any inclement weather on my flight back on Wednesday. But uh, so I, I got to Los Angeles at like 8 a.m. Landed at 8 a.m. and then uh, I got to the hotel maybe like nine or so. And luckily, the my uh, rooms were open. And they let me check in. I was just going to leave my stuff and then check in after the show. Um, but they let me check in. And I was so tired that I just took a nap until it was time to get ready to go to the show. And it was it, that worked out pr pretty well. I think I would have been incredibly tired if I had uh, been out and, and doing stuff for the entire day before the show. Um, but the show... Uh, being on the west coast the show's pretty early is like uh i think doors opened at probably 2:15 not 2:15 yeah like 2:15 um and then we had the matches that record for next week start at 3:15 i enjoyed all of those i don't want to i'll say what the matches were well two of them it's kind of obvious um who, well, because I don't even remember the opponents' names. Uh, it was Keith Lee versus uh, some guy. I think it was Fidel something, and then um, and then Lars Sullivan versus some other guy, and uh, then he went and just went bonkers on him. It was beating him up after he won, and then Keith Lee came out and confronted Lars Sullivan. So we're getting we're getting Lars versus versus Keith sometime soon, and that's pretty awesome. That's gonna be great. Um, Keith Lee is is he's 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 awesome. But um, so go check out those those matches next week. And then we also had a women's match. Um, I was a little bit disappointed that this women's match did not have Dakota Kai in it, but then I got the feeling oh that she's probably going to be involved with the women's championship match so i'm looking forward to that but uh i mean that's not to say that i don't like the two people who are in this match because i do like them both a lot it was uh nikki cross versus candace LeRae. um it was it was good it was real good i i enjoyed it um, so check that out on next week's episode. And I'll talk about it again when it actually airs. That one, I'm not going to spoil who won. Um, so just just watch NXT television next week. Um, and so that brings us to... I have not gone back to watch the kickoff show or anything like that. Um, I guess there's the, the opening match of the night was set up on the kickoff show. Um I saw like screenshots of it and I see the actual interaction between Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono. So Matt Riddle comes out and he challenges um, Cassius Ono and Cassius Ono answers the challenge. And as I was taking a picture of them in the ring about to start fighting, the fight was over. 
So I like, I kind of, I mean, I was taking a picture of it, but I was like, I, I'm going to get a picture of them just like being face to face to start the match. Uh, it was all of a sudden just over. And uh, Cryo goes wild and uh, Cassius is just, uh, he's knocked out for a second. And I can't believe what happens. It's pretty good. Uh, so Matt Riddle is hit, hit Cassius with a, a knee right as the bell rang. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, then we had the NXT Women's Championship match, just two out of three falls. Um, the first fall went to Shayna after her uh, horsewomen friends came out and interfered. And then they were still out there. The ref, get, get them out of there. Like, send them out to the back. I know you didn't see them interfere and help Shayna get that first pinfall. Or it wasn't a pinfall; it was a, a submission. Um, but get 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 them out of there! Get them out! Get, get, nobody should be out there. Come on! Um, so Kyrie did get the second um, the second fall after the uh, I think it was after an insane elbow, and then the uh, last section of the match that that. Um, whole section of the match they did not get involved they were uh, basically like cheerleaders during that part um, interacting with the front row and all that kind of thing but uh, the third fall there's outside involvement again but this time Dakota Kai and Io Shirai came to the rescue but they, unfortunately they're not successful they were able to get Kyrie the upper hand again but, oh wait, so he had this, another insane elbow. By the way, there was one to the outside. That was, that was great. So I got to see three insane elbows, which I'm pretty happy about. Um, unfortunately, all the action that Dakota Kai was uh, taking part in was outside of the ring, and like everybody was standing up, so I couldn't actually see what was happening. Um, so I did go back and see some clips of that. Um, she got that, that awesome kick to the face um i think she kicked i think she kicked marina right in the face maybe it was um jasmine but anyway uh on that moonsault i did get, i did see the moonsault it was amazing and um uh so, so Kyra goes in for another uh, uh insane elbow and i i hear i can't see anything on the mat so I see the insane elbow, hear the impact, and hear the one, two, three, and I'm like really happy. Like, but then I hear Shayna's music playing. I was like, wait, what? That's not. I, I thought. I look uh, way up at the screen, and I see the replay of it, and uh, that was that was a, a that was a nice nice reversal into that pin so I, I was upset that Shayna won because I thought that Kyrie had won but then seeing the replay like oh that was that was pretty good and it wasn't really, it was like despite the interference being negated and that kind of thing so that's pretty I, I, I want to go back and watch this entire show and I probably will after I finish recording this um, actually, I probably won't. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it when I get back home. 
but because um, there's I don't want to pay extra for the Wi-Fi here at this hotel. It's it's not free. Maybe there is free Wi-Fi. I don't think there's free Wi-Fi. Maybe there is, but um, there's nothing on the thing. I'll I'll figure it out. Anyway, it's only free in-room internet access when you book through our mobile app. Well, I didn't book through the mobile app, so I'm out of luck there. I couldn't book through the mobile app because I don't have the Wi-Fi. Um, anyway, um, I, I I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the match. Uh, a lot of comments I saw were that the the last fall should have been a few more minutes, like five minutes or so. But I, I feel like that kind of reversal it it would have been more because everybody was out there at that point that to have that that match go any longer from there um would have just felt like kind of um spinning wheels to make sense of why they're not um involved with what's going on in the ring now like that kind of thing but uh one of these numbers on the left side so I, i'm using the the app voice record pro and on the right of the uh, the VU is Voice Record Pro. On the left, it has these numbers, and I don't know if they're, they're not like changing as I'm recording, so it's not like a counter. Maybe it's like a serial, and, I, and just in case it's something important, I'm not gonna say what the numbers are, but I see it's kinda, kinda weird, what, those, what are those numbers? I don't know. So anyway, I, I, I did enjoy this match. I did. I was sad that Kyrie didn't didn't win the championship back, but I was not mad with uh, at at Shayna for it because that was a nice that was a nice reversal. Um, but I mean that that first one the the first pinfall though the first first, first submission boo that. Uh. Anyway, looking forward to see what happens next. Um, will we uh, end up getting this three-on-three, a three-on-three match or something like that? What's what are we heading towards here? I don't know. Um, but next up, we had Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano, and uh, this match was um, was awesome. And after. It, after it happened, I it, it was like so good. The, the next three matches were so good that there's a lot of I can like barely remember Black versus Gargano. Like I can't think of like specific things that happened necessarily, but uh, I just remember I loved it the entire time. And uh, after it, it, I thought there's no way. That Champa versus Velveteen Dream is gonna top that, and then I was wrong because that match was so good. I is it, it far exceeded my expectations. I thought it was gonna be it pretty good, pretty fun, but it was it was just awesome. It was. Uh, I won't even get into the details of that match either. Just go watch, go watch this entire takeover. Because it's all it's all good stuff. 
Um, so Alistair Black did defeat Johnny Gargano. So is does this match sort of serve as a um, championship contender match in a way? I I'd hope so. Um, but if not, that I'm fine with that too. But uh, so Alistair Black, he hasn't had a rematch. Well, his when he. Yeah, he hasn't had a rematch because the triple threat was going to be his rematch for it. Um, but uh, then he was attacked by Johnny Takeover Wrestling Gargano. Um, so if this was a number one contender, or if this puts him into consideration for a championship match next, I'm all for that. So we can get um, Black versus Champa again and maybe this time well i don't know i don't know how gargano would because he cost him the championship before so he could cost him his rematch as well i, I don't know anyway tomas champa of Team dream tomas champa won he is still the nxt champion but there were throughout the match, it's like Velveteen Dream could win this. Like, and it, I was rooting for him to win it. Um, but he uh, was not able to finish the job, or he did do that terminology, whatever. So, I, yeah, this match is awesome. You gotta go check it out. Velveteen Dream was the Hollywood Dream. Doing all kinds of classic WWE character stuff and WCW. This Hollywood Hogan is, is mainly in WCW, but um, and Randy Savage is in both a lot. But I'd say it, seeing him do a lot more of this. Well, I guess that's arguable. Arguable. That's arguable. I the most of Randy Savage that I've seen is in WCW. But, um... Oh, yeah, go go watch this match. Also, you get... Uh, I don't know how well you could see it on the, from the other camera angles, but, um, if you're... If you ever thought about seeing Velveteen Dream's butt, then this is the match for you. So, th there you go. That's all I'll say about it. It's at some, at some point, it happens. Um... <laughs> I'm interested to see if it's like blurred out on replays or anything like that. Um, and that brings us to the War Games match. Undisputed Era, Cole Fisher, Riley Strong. For the records, I have, I've, I decided that I'm going to get the, the TakeOver shirts. Um, oh, it doesn't say I was there like the, like the last one did, the SummerSlam one. Um, but it has the card on the on the fronts. Um, so they have just the regular war game shirt, but then they have the one with the car the the all the matchups on there, um, with all their pictures and everything. I think that's um, that th these shirts are awesome. I may I may not ever even wear them, um, but they I I feel like these are if I got a poster with these the same graphic i probably would never like hang it up it'd just be like in a folder 
with a bunch of other posters and stuff like pretty much I don't have any art hung on any of my walls currently they're all just like in files with a bunch of other art that kind of thing so I feel like that's what would happen it, it, likely just sitting also sitting on a shelf with a bunch of other shirts but actually wear the shirt every once in a while um, get some use out of it wear it to some other events um, actually I should have done I, I wore my uh, Team Kick Dakota Kai shirt what I could have done is wear the TakeOver Brooklyn shirt and then at TakeOver Phoenix I could take I could wear this shirt and then it's like you know wear it at the next one or I could have just worn this one at the current one just put it on over the Dakota Kai shirt but I'm glad that I did keep uh, stay strong wearing the Dakota Kai shirt and um, in my like tie-dye headband thing I don't know if you'll be able to see it but if um, you may be able to spot the tie-dye headbands with the main roster lighting because the uh, takeover lighting is a lot dimmer um, on the audience. So I, I was able to spot myself from my shirts, but I couldn't see my headband on the playback review. Um, oh, hey, this War Games match. Uh, so much to talk about for this match. Again, just go watch it. It's awesome. But I'd say uh, Bobby Fish is the master strategist as... He uh, he's the last one to enter the War Games match from the Undisputed Era, as Pete Dunn was the last one still in his uh, his cage. And what uh, Bobby Fish did was he he swiped the lock from his cage and ran over to Pete Dunn's cage and and double locked his. So that's uh, and he also stole the key. So uh, he threw the key away into the audience, and so uh, when the time came for Pete Dunne to be let out of the cage, he uh, couldn't. He was uh, trapped in there. The referees didn't know what to do. They had three old minutes before that that they could have started trying to solve that problem, but they waited until the timer ran out to do it. They're like, "Oh, this th these locks have the same keys, don't they?" No, ah, we shouldn't like actually try it or anything until the time comes but uh they can't open the lock and so they disappear for a little bit they're uh, a team of four refs have uh joined them in order to <laughs> use bolt cutters why did why did so many refs have to come out there maybe they were all maybe they all left to try and look everywhere for some bolt cutters that's a lesson there for the officials if there's a, a lock involved there's a cage involved have bolt cutters on hand yes they may be used as a weapon in the actual match but it's um you know it's kind of a it's kind of a safety thing you gotta get somebody out of the cage real quick i mean what if there was a fire you can't just leave somebody in a cage in the middle of a fire you gotta get them out of there so um I I really I really enjoyed that that part and I didn't really see a whole lot of people talking about that. A lot most of the discussion I saw was about the um 
there was a callback with a Kylo O'Reilly in a chair from last year's War Games. There was a, a crazy um, multi-man suplex. I call it a complexplex. Uh, there was like everybody except for Ricochet was involved in that maneuver, and is is. <laughs> It was fun. And then uh, Ricochet's double moonsaults off of the top of the cage was great. And um, even though, he, 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 yeah, maybe overshot it a little bit. But, yeah, you know, he, he didn't die and it wasn't unsafe, I feel like. Um, he, like, that, like, went as pretty pretty as well as it could yeah it could have uh, it could have landed right in the middle of them sure but anyway maybe that maybe that's exactly where he was aiming to to land so they didn't smack people in the face with his feet hmm maybe i don't know but it was still i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it um and we got a double pin at the end both ricochet and pete dunn Got their arms covering up Adam Cole, who just got gotten hit by the bitter end. And the, what was the, was a 450 splash? I think it was the sent, the, the 630 sent on, not 630. Was this, is this 630? Five, I don't know, whatever. Um, but they, they both had Adam Cole covered for the uh, pinfall at the end there. Um, but yeah, I'm totally skipping so many things. This is like a 40, 45 minute match. Um, that's uh, There's just so much exciting stuff throughout the entire thing. Uh, we started out with Adam Cole versus Ricochet right off the bat. Um the the war raiders just insisted that they go next they kept keeping pete dunn from being the next person to to enter the fray um so it was a bit for it 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 must have been very frustrating for pete because he's he wants to get in there and then when he finally can at the end he's still locked in there um it's gotta be so frustrating but uh yeah (laughs) this match was awesome and this is probably my favorite takeover yet, which is crazy because I, I say that like every time, but this one, uh, it, it maybe would have been exciting to see the other championships defended, but in lieu of those championship defense, because everybody who had the everybody with those other championships were in this war games match, um, so I'm sure that the the aftermath of this match will lead to those championships matches being set up of course war raiders versus um o'reilly and strong for the tag team championships and um i leave bobby fish going after the nxt uk title that'd be great and then adam cole going back after the north american title or vice versa have adam cole go after the nxt uk championship and fish goes after the north american championship just want them to have all of the championships before uh before too long so um that's it for war games this is great um 
and then this morning I did the I did, did the travel package for this weekend, um, which includes a, a breakfast and meet and greets um, on Sunday morning, and uh, we're, people are sitting with them. We're kind of thinking like, oh, it's probably going to be something not as important, like the B team or something like that, and then uh, it, we're all just sitting there. And the doors open up, and it's Charlotte and Jeff Hardy, and everybody's really excited, and it was uh, super cool to meet them. Um, I uh, didn't really talk to Jeff because I wasn't thinking that I would have anything to say or something like that. So we're about to take the picture, but then something happened that we had to wait for the other people to take pictures before um it's so just kind of sitting there and he's like uh how's breakfast that was uh, pretty good and that's that was it um i should have told uh, i was thinking about telling him how awesome the helena cell match was um so i wish i had said something like that because then i did tell charlotte how awesome her match with becky was and um so that, that was cool but I, I didn't have anything really assigned um, because uh, it wasn't announced ahead of time who's going to be there. So I didn't really have anything specific that I wanted. I mean, I, there are probably things specific that I could have had signed. Like the I have a Woo shirt with the printed Ric Flair signature on there. Adding her signature on there would have been really cool. Um, but I don't have that shirt with me anyway. Um, and then I also have a Jeff Hardy shirt that would have been cool that I've signed, but, uh, I didn't know it was going to be them. So I didn't have those things. So I just had them sign my ticket for Survivor Series, uh, which is something that I want to save anyway. So it, that worked out all right. And it was a pretty good picture, uh, that was, uh, me with the both of them. Um, so I, I posted it on the Today I Watched Instagram account if you want to see that picture which is like you, you know what the you know what they look like and do you care what i look like so it, you know but it's there it's there if you care it's there if you care um so that was really cool so now i have a, a couple hours to do whatever until i head over to the arena for survivor series um, and part of that doing whatever is recording this episode right now. Um, tomorrow I plan on recording my episode for talking about Survivor Series itself. So stay tuned for that. Again, if you want to know my pr predictions and hopes for Survivor Series, um, go listen to part one of this week. It's the, the, the episode right before this one. Um... Stay tuned for all that. I may do individual episodes for Raw and SmackDown, or the, all the shows that happen on those nights. Now, I haven't watched Main Event in a few weeks, but I will talk about this week's Main Event since I'll be there for it. Um, so stay tuned for all of that. Tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more views. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, rate review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back with 
Survivor Series. Bye.